Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast, the podcast where we try to investigate the cinematic timeline of Scooby-Doo. I'm your host, Ashton. I'm your other host, London. And I'm your other, other host, Mariah. So we're finally back. It's been a little minute. And as you can clearly tell, we have London back finally. I'm back again. Yay. It's been like three months or four months, a long time. It, yeah, too long. <laughs> but, you know, we it's had to be long. safe, so. Yeah. It is so. what it is. <laughs> exactly. So excited so we're taking precautions. But yeah, I'm excited to be back. Yeah, I'm excited too. <laughs> what a fun episode. We're not watching anything. <laughs> right? I was like, I just got caught up on two seasons I yeah. missed, so... It was a lot. Yes, at yeah. least like fourteen chapters. Yeah, missed yeah, lots of <laughs> lots of information, lots of family members that I miss. So, but yeah. But a pup named Scooby Doo is finished, so we wanted to do this episode just to kind of more or less review what we just learned, what we just saw. It's just going to be a open discussion episode, so. Sit back, relax, who knows where this is gonna go. Could <laughs> yep. go deep, could not, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> so, I guess we'll just start. Um, favorite episodes that you saw because you didn't see all of them. Not I ever. Know. I was, I'm the only one that's seen You've all You've seen of them. them all, so. But out of the ones that you guys have seen, what do you think is your favorite episode? I still think episode two um, is my favorite. The like the sludge monster from the Earth's core. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but going into Scooby's doghouse and then it opening up into like this my Mary Poppins mansion. Right. <laughs> was so cool to see. That was really cool, seeing his doghouse, <laughs> his mansion doghouse. Yeah, I would always want to be in there if that was the case. Right. <laughs> <I wanna>. That's <laughs> like an extension of that. Their Shaggy's house. So it's like, he doesn't ever have to go in there if his house is like that. Are you looking up yours? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but it's the one with the ghost. Oh, the little ghost. Oh, yeah. the. Um, with Mr. What's his Mr. name? Boo. Mr. Boo. Mr. Boo, yeah. Did he had like a really long name. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Or follow me. Yeah. Like, and you talk like this. It's like boo boo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? What was that one called? That one was cute. That was episode eight, I remember. This, yeah, is this not it? Yeah, Ghost Who's Coming to Dinner. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I really liked that one because the little ghost is just so cute, and I don't know why I like it so much. It just is. It was fun, and it was a cool story too. Wow, that's descriptive. It was a cool story. <laughs> it <was> a cool <laughs> story. <laughs> no, it didn't have like the pirate ghost in it. Yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. was the bad ghost, the pirate ghost. Yeah, the pirate ghost. The one, yeah, that they had to kick out. Otherwise, Mister Boo would poof. He would poof yeah. because his dwelling where he would haunt yes. would be sold or demolished, so he wouldn't have a yeah. home, which was sad. <laughs> Poor Mister Boo. So that one's like a really interesting episode because that was our first kind of like solid indication that supernatural beings or stuff like exist yeah yeah that's true they also yeah there was no really explanation Mm -hmm. for mr boo other than he was just a ghost yeah he was just living his dead life yeah (laughs) just (laughs) live your dead life (laughs) live your best life 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Can we put that on a t-shirt? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was just doing his thing. And, of course, Daphne didn't believe in ghosts, but she didn't really, like, accuse him of being fake either. So... Yeah, the ending of the episode, she was like, even though I don't believe in ghosts, like, I basically, I like you type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting because, uh, going further, so before our first timeline shift, there's going to be two movies that are, like, heavily supernatural films. Mm-hmm. One you've seen, um, Goblin King. Okay. Um, and in that one, actually... Uh, at the end, the Goblin King basically erases everyone's memory except for Scooby and Shaggy. Mm-hmm. So, like, saying Daphne, you know, doesn't believe in Supernatural, even though she will see it, she won't remember that. I mean, none of them will because of timeline shifts, but just within this timeline segment, she won't remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the next film is The Samurai Sword, and... Daphne doesn't have a whole lot of supernatural occurrences happen to her in that movie. It's more Scooby and Shaggy. Uh, but, so it's kind of interesting because we see it now so early this, I mean, it's very little supernatural occurrence. But then eventually we'll have these grand ones before the timeline shifts. And uh, we'll go into these timeline shifts. And again, they have to meet again. There's going to be... Uh, some supernatural occurrences in like their meeting period again um and then obviously eventually we learn exactly why there's all these supernatural occurrences in mystery incorporated Mm -hmm. uh again this evil entity is just manipulates like the universe and uh so but yeah it's just interesting that this that this is the, the very first indication of supernatural here and and he's the cutest little thing. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's so cute. I mean, eventually, like, the supernatural stuff, again, I said, like, the Goblin King, but they go into the Halloween world in that movie, and then there's, like, a dead samurai spirit and a, and a dragon in Samurai Sword, and then in The Mystery Begins, there's all these ghosts that come out of the grave, and wow. um, then in another movie, before we get to Mystery Incorporated... Uh, there's, like, this witch that's, like, getting her revenge and makes these, like, uh, lake monsters are what they're called from these frogs. and uh, But then it's, like, we get into Mr. Incorporated and it's almost like they start out kind of small with the supernatural stuff and build into these grand things because then once we timeline shift it into Mr. Incorporated, uh, like, the really the first kind of supernatural thing that we can say is like a solid indication of supernatural is just this like spirit of this conquistador and he's just like standing in this broken down ship and he says the word nibiru and then fades away but then obviously we progress and there's this evil entity eating everyone Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's just kind of funny it's like we start out with these cute little indications of them and then all of a sudden this big evil thing yeah (laughs) snowballs we gotta you gotta build slowly yeah we have to build build us up into it Mm yeah 
So, anyway, what was yeah. your favorite? Um, I was sitting here thinking for a little bit. I, I like the, is it the snow place like home? When they uh, go yeah. to the ski lodge? Mm-hmm. I think I like that one the best. Yeah. Because there were so many villains, like, or possible villains yeah. in that episode, which I thought was cool. And then you meet, like, the realtor, and then that goes into the mall getting built and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but I just like the setting, and then they go on vacation, basically, and you just get, like, a different feel. And then, like, mm-hmm. the people that lived at the house were, like, yes. scary. Yeah. They were which fun. Was, but they were cute. And they would, like, feed them so much food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I that was funny. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I really like that one. So, I was listening to another scooby-doo podcast and uh scooby-doos or scooby-don'ts um go listen to them if you haven't but uh they one thing that there's they've like figured out is fred like wants to ski he goes on these vacations like these snowy vacations Mm -hmm. to ski oh this is our first time seeing them if you remember, Fred planned that yeah, vacation. Yeah, Fred planned the they vacation. They were going to a ski lodge. Yeah. Guess what they never did? They never skied. Yeah. <laughs> and so every time they go on these skiing trips, they never ski. Yeah. So it is Fred's lifelong dream to ski. <laughs> but they never do it because the monster stops them before yeah, they can. Yeah, they are too busy solving mysteries. Yeah. And the monster's like, yeah, you're not going to ski. Like, there should just be a monster that just keeps him from skiing. And that is, like, his whole, yeah. like, purpose. <laughs> There's eventually going to be an episode in what's new scooby-doo which is the next series we're going into where they're at like a a hockey tournament type thing and so like i mean it's not skiing it's skating but like you know they sit and skate everywhere Mm -hmm. chasing it and stuff so but yeah yeah they need to make one yeah (laughs) poor fred just wants a vacation a vacation which is funny because also normally shaggy and scooby are like can't we just have like a normal outing can't we just have like, <laughs> right. a normal day we always have to do some find something to investigate mm-hmm. yeah exactly there's gonna be a movie called chill out scooby-doo bef- like within this uh timeline stamp that we're in and so they were going vacation in paris but shaggy and scooby took a sketchy plane and it's like a all you can eat type thing mm. plane anyway uh that plane ended up going to the Himalayan Mountains. Oh. So obviously they were like, uh, help. And then, you know, we go there, we figure out there's the abominable snowman has returned type of thing. Anyway, um, in that movie, it's funny because Daphne is the one that's like, oh, we are on vacation, whatever. And anyway, so the, we see the gang in Paris and they're kind of like, okay, we got to pack up. We got Gotta make our way to the Himalayan mountains and whatever. And so Daphne is like in the most like glamorous vacation outfit. She's got the big old hat mm-hmm. and sunglasses. And anyway, she like stands up and has her shopping bags on her arm. She's like, can't a vacation just stay a vacation or whatever? <laughs> and she's like walking with her shopping bags. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Daphne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but those are interesting episodes. We all kind yeah. of have a different take on them. But they're all from season one. All yeah, that's episodes. true. I mean, I obviously yeah. have to pick from season one, but that's cool that you guys picked from season one, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there were so many other ones, but... The only one I think I'd say I really enjoyed out of season one was the season two, uh, like, premiere episode, first episode of season two. Um, 
just because we learned so much of Scooby's yeah. family and mm-hmm. saw his family tree and whatever. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting in the Curse of the Collar episode. So did anyone have a least favorite episode? I'm trying to think. I honestly think I can say the the one where we had three stories in one. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, it's just not well. Like, I don't feel like that fits a Scooby-Doo right. format. As fun as they were for, like, yeah. side adventures, it just felt like chaos to me. Well, and then you're trying to cram it into, like, what, 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah. So it's uh-huh. like, uh, that's not going to be good. <laughs> so it just doesn't, probably not enough time to make it flow well. Mm-hmm. Is there any in season one that you can remember you were like, eh? Um, I know you didn't even see all of season one either. I know, I didn't see all of season one. I'm trying to think. Probably, like, the samurai one was not my favorite. Mm. I mean, it was good, but... Didn't yeah, really I can see that. Out. Yeah, that one. It was kind of fun that they were at the museum, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, did you guys ever see the bellhop or the bellboy, the delivery guy ever again? No. He like never came back in the other seasons? Because didn't we saw him? I don't remember the last episode he was in, but I was just curious. It was the the stinkweed one, wasn't it? Yeah. When like, they were I at think the mall. he came back again, mm-hmm. but he never came back in any No, of we never saw him again. Funny. I was just curious. We have seen the news broadcaster, though. He's interrupted oh. the episodes a ton more in the later seasons. Yeah. Um, and like... I think one of the last times he interrupted, well, okay, so he started interrupting more and saying, basically saying, like, Fred's going to go on his rant and just bear with us type of thing. <laughs> like, time out, <laughs> just, you know. But, like, I think one of his last appearances, he, it was funny, he, like, jumps up on the table so we finally get to see his bomb happen. He's like, like basically, like, this next romp is going to make you want a boogie or whatever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, I don't know. He was funny. I kind of uh... liked him, but. That's funny. Do you have a least favorite episode? I think I'll just agree with the the three for one episode because it just felt it just felt really off. Yeah. On the rest, and I remember watching it. I like like the last two because the first one was just the weird little chase run scenes. Mm-hmm. Right when I started to get into it, it was like over. Yeah. I was like, oh okay, <laughs> I guess that was it. So I don't know. That'd probably be my least favorite too. They were in Coolsville for, like, most of this series. We don't know exactly where they went in the snow episode when they went yeah. to the ski lodge. So I'm thinking currently the furthest they've gone is New York now. Yeah. Um, because eventually in Mystery Incorporated, again, after some timeline shifts, Daphne will say the furthest she's ever gone is Gatorsburg, which is uh, more or less like a 20-minute drive from mm-hmm. Crystal Cove from their hometown. And so, I mean, again, they're not going to remember any of what we're watching right now. But uh, it's just interesting that they, they've already gone so far as kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it was and, kind of a weird way. Well, yeah, and by themselves, too. Yeah, we never had, like, any parents, like, freaking out or anything. No. Like, or even accompanying them on their journey. They were just like, oh, let's go. Like, the ski trip was, it just seems odd that yeah. they would do that <laughs> with no parents. I mean, again, we... We, we need to get in Mr. Incorporated. But we learn that all their parents kind of are very eh about their kids. Like, they had kids mm-hmm. and were just like, okay, bye. Do your Whatever name. happens, happens. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, I mean, they, they, we learned they all don't agree 
with their mystery sol mystery solving, which we kind of saw that in episode two here, where Shaggy's dad was like, uh, y'all need to be in bed. You know, like, let the cops handle this, let the professionals and whatever. Um, but yeah, eventually we'll learn that all their parents don't agree with the mystery solving, and uh, they, all their parents don't like each of their friends and whatever, mm. and specifically Shaggy's parents are like, find new friends, like, you, no more hanging out with them, and Scooby and Shaggy are like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, they just kind of like, don't care about their kids it's weird except for shaggy's baby sister that's the only one yeah that they that's care about. yeah exactly <laughs> shaggy so okay anybody have any favorite characters that we met i mean it can be the gang too did you have a favorite character within the gang of this iteration velma she's cute velma was so cute I yeah i really like her i was gonna say velma was it was almost like her her as a child is a little different than when she gets older. Mm -hmm. Like, as older, I think she's more, like, confident and just yeah. kind of more like, oh, here's a clue or whatever, but, um, I mean, she is not, she's still confident as a kid, but she's just more quiet. Yeah. She just will pull her mm -hmm. magnifying glass and be like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Do her own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I liked her. I always like her i like shaggy too i'll always like shaggy yeah. it's funny <laughs> yeah i think shaggy and scooby were always i mean they're always a dynamic duo but yeah. they were fun in this series too have you ever seen red shirt shaggy i don't think so just out of the blue well seen him. yeah i think i have like he yeah i think i have i don't think i've ever okay. Watched, mm -hmm. but I remember seeing like pictures of him with the red shirt. Okay, because I mean it won't be for a long, 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 long while, but eventually he has this time period where he wears a where he wears a red shirt rather uh -huh. than a green one. Anyway, there's just this whole like there's like, conspiracies about why he has a red shirt. And all yeah, those, but I just wondered if you had seen him. That's interesting. And... That <laughs> yeah, because why would they change his color to red? My, okay, I read something. Yeah, what, what's your theory? My theory, because I read this, and to me it kind of makes sense, but there's just no proof proving this. Mm -hmm. um, because when he was in a red shirt, it, uh, he was only in a red shirt ever when they still, like, were hand-drawing. You know, nothing was digital yet. Right. Um, and I read something that uh, paint, like, different colors paint became different prices at certain times. Oh. And so I'll, uh, the theory is, is that um, at the time when he started having red shirt, the color green got really expensive. And, you know, where Shaggy's almost in every frame. Right, you know, They were yeah. like, that's a lot of money to do for green. So they changed him to red for, until the price of green went back down. Oh, well, that's probably correct. That's my like, theory, that but... Yeah, that makes sense. So, I don't know. We'll see when we get there what yeah. you think. <laughs> yeah, now I'm curious. Like, I think, is it the, like the older episodes? Yeah. So yeah, they're the 80s. So like the it's 80s. actually the series right before this one. Okay. 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 So this is, yeah, Pup Named Scooby-Doo is actually when he finally went back to his green shirt. Okay. Yeah. Um, but any favorite side characters that we saw? I, I mean, you kind of said the... The lodge owners. Yeah, I like them. They were funny. They're, yeah, like little horror yeah. movie people. 
Um, Mr. Boo. Mr. Boo. Yeah, Mr. Boo. Um, Red Herring, obviously. Oh, of course. I. <laughs> so sad. We're leaving him now. I know. I was like, I'm <sighs> gonna miss him. We need him to come back. That is our petition. Yeah, right? Yeah, Red Herring, back. come back. Gosh, yeah, he needs to come back because seeing him as an adult or a teenager would be really funny. Yeah. I mean, he basically looked like a teenager anyway, but... Yeah. <laughs> I know, the next movie that's coming out as of recording this is Happy Halloween, Scooby-Doo. Is he showing up? Right. Can he please come? I want Red Herring. <laughs> I know, let me just... Everybody just petition for Red Herring to right. come back. Everybody feels the same I do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Any other characters do you like Ashton? Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's so many, especially in, like, season two and three. I know. Like, I'm looking through my notes, and a lot of them are just kind of, like, they really were just, like, side characters Mm -hmm. we saw for a few seconds, maybe even a minute. Mm -hmm. But none of them really are standing out to me. (laughs) Eddie, I thought, was a lot of fun, which is Fred's uncle, Mm -hmm. just because it was, like, an adult version of Fred. Yeah. I mean, he he still acted like an adult, but he still like believed in the conspiracies, but he wasn't he wasn't as dramatic as Fred, yet he still believed in what Fred believed. Yeah. He yeah, he portrayed to be more adult about it. Yeah, more mature but... about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he was fun to me, I thought. Which yeah, we didn't see Fred's parents at all. That is the only family member of Fred we've seen. Yeah. Otherwise, we've seen all the parents of everyone else. Even Scooby. Yeah, even Scooby. What about uh, villains uh, that again you've you were you saw? So like, yeah, villain and monster, or just villain? Just like the the monster. So the not monster. the criminals, but more so the monster. I liked um, Zombo. The evil clown. Sambo the clown. Because who, what is not scary about a clown, yeah. especially when it has sharp teeth? Ew, and... that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really go wrong with that, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I thought Chickenstein was a fun one, just because it's like Chickenstein. I don't know, he's just weird. Yeah, I can't recall if I watched that You one didn't watch that Okay, one. yeah, that makes sense as to why it's not showing up in my head. Yeah. No. So yeah, Chickenstein was just like, a giant Frankenstein monster, but a chicken. A chicken. Yeah. And like... <laughs> big beefed out. He would... He, like, he never talked, I believe. He would just like, cluck, cluck. Cluck. <laughs> like, he, was, he was funny. Chicken on steroids. And even eventually, once we see his costume again in Scooby-Doo 2, uh, they're like presenting the costumes because it's opening day for their museum eventually. Anyway, Velma describes... Chickenstein as one of their more ridiculous foes. So I like Chickenstein. He's fun. That's awesome. I think I liked Boogity Bones. Because mm, he yes. had that little face on his foot. <laughs> and his, fun, his name's just fun to say. Boogity Bones. But yeah. <laughs> and I love how... I mean, I know it's just for comedic reasons, but I mean, like, goes out of the little window, yes. unlocks the door, and yeah. then goes back in to open the door. Oh my gosh, that was funny. Yeah, there was a lot going on in that episode, but <laughs> it was really hilarious. And then they had, like, the... It was the lady who was Boogity Bones, right? The 
Because no, like there was a babysitter. Yeah. Well, there's a babysitter, and then there's like the escape oh, convict oh, yes. guy, okay. and then it was like the lady on the inside that they were trying to dig up treasure yeah. or something. Okay. But then they needed to go in the basement anyway. Yeah. So why? <laughs> yeah, the whole time he's just banging on the door. Oh, uh, Boogie Bones is fun. Yeah, I like Boogie Bones. Is there any that you were disappointed by? That you can think of? The I know hair that piece, kind of weird. because I didn't even watch it, but really. Yeah, <laughs> hair piece. I saw Big the way. picture you showed me. <laughs> um, Alc Bone, I think, was my most, like, least favorite, just because it was supposed to be based on Al Capone. Oh, okay. But they, and which, I mean, in a way, they kind of used some of his backstory, but they didn't put a lot of lore into this character. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you you have such a lore-heavy villain, you know, you're just changing the name here. But they didn't utilize it. He yeah. was just kind of there because he wanted to be. Like, like yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I was disappointed in that yeah, one. Yeah, they could have built, like, a whole storyline, like, historically or whatever, mm-hmm. trying to pull off Al Capone. But, yeah, that's kind of boring. They could have done a lot with that then. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like... Uh, quite a few times Scooby-Doo will take things like historic things and kind of teach you about them within the mystery and whatever. Yeah. Like I kind of told you the other night, um, there's a whole episode about, uh, the headless horseman and we learned the history, like the headless horseman story and all that, you know, and I thought that was cool. And then eventually we learn like the difference between, um, a Banshee and a, Oh, I can't think of the other one now. The other thing that screams. Oh, yeah. What? Banshee and a... I want to say a siren, but they sing. They sing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's, there's like these two things that like will scream. And if you hear their scream, like you're doomed type of thing. Yeah. But there's, a, there's some sort of difference between them. And eventually, Scooby takes the time to teach you the difference between them. Not... Again, it's not like they stare at the screen. This is the difference, kids. Like, <laughs> listen up, kids. But I just felt like the the Al Cabone episode really missed it. There, like, they didn't take the time to put in any history within that one. Yeah. Do you have a least favorite villain? Um, I, I feel like there is one that I disliked more, but I can't think of it. So I'm sorry, but I'm going to say the the cow ghost from (laughs) WrestleManiacs because I just remember the whole time watching it thinking, being confused generally by the concept of the cow ghost villain. Like, it, yes, it was a wrestler match. Like, they wear costumes and stuff, but, like, really, I just, I didn't get it, I guess. I wasn't too impressed by it. And it was like a heifer, right? I don't think it was a heifer, but it was a boy cow, or a boy cow, but it yeah. was a heifer, which is a girl cow. <laughs> yeah. And That's there was funny. something about how it hated barbecue sauce or something. Yeah. And it was just weird. It was kind of funny, to be fair. That part was kind of funny. But it just, I was just like, what are, what are they doing with this? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. There's so many random. Yeah. It sounds like I so mean, random. They just threw in a bunch of weird, like, <laughs> trivia. And they're like, yeah, that works. Yeah. yeah. And, like, not that I don't like random. It's just this particular one, I was kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of confused me from the story. Yeah. But that's okay. They were just having fun, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stuff out of hats. I had told you there's, well, there's a rest, a movie all about wrestling. 
But there's also an episode, again, in the next series that we're going to watch is What's New. What's New Scooby-Doo. And uh, in that episode, I felt like they did a way better wrestling story and monster. Because that monster, I I want to say it's like the Titanic twist or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it's basically like this deformed man that sounds so rude but basically like they have a good backstory on it so basically this guy was a wrestler but he like got injured so bad that like his body just deformed and so like two of his like both of his arms are on one side and his face is like crooked anyway and i was just like you utilize the whole wrestling concept there a lot better than yeah a cow a cow but then the movie that we'll eventually have, it's it's actually a crossover with the WWE stars. Um, <laughs> but that one's disappointing, too, because it's like a demon bear. And I'm like, where's this bear coming from? <laughs> demon so, bear. So, <laughs> I don't know. The only like good wrestling villain, I feel like, was in the What's New episode. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. What's up with these animal wrestlers? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they're always a ghost. It's not just a cow. It's a cow yes. ghost. Cow ghost wrestler. Yeah, yes. a cow ghost wrestler yeah. that hates barbecue sauce. That's our villain. That's, that's like, a great episode. <laughs> yes, we actually, if you listen and pay attention, you will notice it, like, eventually you'll have, like, Bigfoot or something, but it's never... Bigfoot. It is the ghost of Bigfoot. It is always the ghost of something. Yeah, so it's more scary. Yeah. Like, not Bigfoot's not scary enough. He has to be a ghost. A ghost, yep. <laughs> I know, I'm trying... Oh, and I... Well, I mean, there's a few instances of the Loch Ness Monster, and I'm sure one of them is the ghost of the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Where's... I guess he's... The, he's died? Like, where's the evidence of Bigfoot dying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's funny. It doesn't exist anymore. Because to, to make it a ghost, they make it white. So the big, <laughs> Bigfoot's this big white thing. It looks, so it looks you're, like it's more abominable like the, snowman. Yeah, abominable snowman. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> That's funny. They were just being creative <laughs> or trying. Trying to be. I feel like they just get random stuff and put it in a bowl or a hat and pull it out. And they're like, yeah, let's have a cow. That's the one for today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so there's this is kind of a sidetrack. Uh, I watch. I used to watch this show, Wizards of Waverly Place. There's one episode, so they run a sandwich shop, and they're like trying to come up with new sandwich ideas. And uh, anyway, so one of the characters like made these naming dice. So mm-hmm. you rolled the dice. There were two of them, and you basically ma- you know mix the two names. Mm-hmm. And anyway, yeah. So I feel like yeah, they just like have two hats. So it's like. The ghost of the wrestler cow or whatever. Wrestler The cow. wrestler cow of, you know. Yeah, exactly. And he's afraid of barbecue sauce. Yeah. Yes. His weakness? Yeah, his weakness is barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce. Like, is that because he's a cow so he could get eaten and barbecue oh, sauce is a condiment? Oh, you just made that whole thing make sense. Right? That actually, like, okay. Maybe now he's your favorite. Now maybe he's your I'm favorite just, villain. <laughs> maybe I was just not giving it a chance. I was just like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you not like barbecue sauce? Were you like, nope. <laughs> nope. I'm indifferent about barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, it depends on it. what it's on. Yeah. And it depends on, like, the flavor. Yeah. yeah. Like, honey, honey roasted barbecue sauce? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but some, sometimes it's like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> right? Maybe. 
Yeah. Wow, we're on barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh, we just took, yeah, a turn. <laughs> Condiments. Uh, we actually have an email that I want to go through. I really appreciate them for sending this email. So this is Alexis. Um, she sent us an email at our season one review episode, which didn't I just do that with you? Yeah, it was just us okay. for that season one review. So... Yeah, really appreciate her sending in these uh, emails. She actually apparently listens to our episodes and then writes notes as she's listening. Oh, cool. Um, just to bring up questions or thoughts and whatever. Yeah. So really appreciate that. So we're going to go through this email. Um, I've actually had this email for about a month, but again, we've kind of been on a hiatus. Right. So appreciate you bearing with us. So... Uh, she has a few questions and thoughts that I'm going to go through. So the first, she says, We meet Velma's uncle in the return of Commander Cool. What side of the family do you reckon he's from? Is he perhaps Aunt Velma's husband? Now, the the only reason I'd say no to that is because you and I were saying he yeah. looks like Velma's dad. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking he's from Velma's dad's side. Yeah. So his last name would be Dinkley. Mm-hmm. Whereas... Thelma looks more like her mom and her. Yeah. And so I don't think she's part of the Dinkley side. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, I'm, that's kind of my thought. Does anybody have any other? Did I watch that episode? I don't remember. No. Yeah. So he was a doctor and Shaggy got hit on the head really hard. So they had him come check him and he, he was just like, oh, he's fine. Let him just kind of go through his moment because he shaggy believed he was commander cool after he hit his head mm-hmm. and so he's just like okay. don't try to make him believe he's shaggy otherwise it could damage his brain so <laughs> he was like just go along with it he'll it'll rework itself eventually yeah so yeah that's that's kind of when we met him like it was just a very brief moment we mm-hmm. never saw him later in the episode like he never came back was like shaggy you're cured you know it was just like <laughs> Just inspected Shaggy and said he's fine. Let him take his time. So yeah, yeah, I think probably uh, I'd agree with you. From just from looking at yeah. this episode, but yeah, I think they kind of tend to make the relations look like brothers yeah. or sisters or mom yeah. and dads. They like favor one or the other. So I kind of feel like yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. That would make sense. So, she said, I just wanted to make a note about Fred's character because I've recently been watching the Scooby-Doo show. In the older series, which uh, the Scooby-Doo show is the third series after Where Are You? Mm-hmm. Um, so, she, she said, in the older series, his character is very boring. He seems to have no personality besides being the leader. He's very no-nonsense, too polite, and determined only on solving the mystery. In the newer series, however, he's almost... A comedic relief. His his ascot, trouble, expressing his feelings, obsession with traps and Daphne. It seems in a pup. Uh, it seems in a pup is the beginning of Fred's lighter, funnier side. What happened to Fred that made him change? So we are seeing him very more hmm. kooky and whimsical right yeah, now. Yeah, definitely. So my thought on this, we actually don't see him kind of become like determined Fred, I guess you could say, until after everything that happens in Mr. Incorporated. And so my thought is he kind of saw how fragile, quote unquote, how fragile life is and how fragile relationships are and that 
you, you can't trust anyone. I mean, he couldn't trust his own parents. He, you know, so uh, I always had this theory of uh, since, you know, he never really had parents. He never really had family. That's why he holds on to the gang so much because mm-hmm. the gang's his only family that he's ever been able to rely on and whatever. So I think after the crazy events of uh, Mystery Inc., he kind of goes, okay, like, we got to... I gotta stay level-headed, I gotta, you know, stay in the game, you know, like, this is serious stuff that we're dealing with now that we just (laughs) saw, we destroyed this entity that created these timelines and universes, and so, I mean, eventually then, after that, we do kind of see him become more funny as well, Uh, but I think it's just because that's a part of his character. He's always gonna have his funny moments, he's always gonna have these kind of whimsical, I mean, uh, but yeah, he does kind of become obsessed with traps eventually but again he needs something solid in his life he needs like a distraction almost because of what's going on in his home life and so that's kind of where i think the obsession with traps comes into play we do see him become obsessed with the mystery machine he has a meltdown after he sells it at one point which i mean yeah you could see that if you've had that thing for years you've taken that thing around the world like can see why you you're have. attached to it it's like yeah. your home it's like your second home yeah basically i mean he does <laughs> eventually home, yeah he does eventually live in the mystery machine at mm-hmm. one point so uh yeah that's that's my theory on why he kind of changes character i know you've seen both sides of fred I yeah don't, i don't think you've seen no. his adult funnier side yeah i don't think so but any other thoughts on that i know that's hard to say because we're not quite out there yeah. yet just like from what you've told me about his backstory maybe kind of like defense mechanisms like yeah he changes and helps him to be more funny like to help with his home life mm-hmm. and just kind of like cover that up so maybe sometimes he feels this way mm-hmm. maybe sometimes he's like i have to be funny i have to be the leader i have to yeah kind of put on this face but really yeah he's having problems mm-hmm. but i think that makes sense what you said so so yeah that's my that's my theory on it on how I can explain his personality change. Do you have any input? <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> no, nah, he's just working through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, she said, I really like the idea of Fred and Red. It's hard to say. Fred and Red! <laughs> being frenemies. <laughs> it's that typical friendship where they hate each other in the beginning, but end up being okay with each other. I hadn't thought about it before. Yeah. So this was actually Mariah's idea originally. You're the one, yeah, you're the one that originally said they're becoming frenemies. And so, which was a very good point because, yes, as we saw, eventually they just kind of started being like, hey, are you the monster? Nope, I'm not. Or Red would even come up and be like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm taking a day off, so, like, don't assume it's me. Like, (laughs) yeah, I think it's because they, well, first of all, they're not going to admit it. They're both going to say, no, I hate him. Yeah, you gross. I don't want to be friends. But, like, as you see their relationship kind of start to go from... Not that they were ever, like, cruel, I don't think. Like, they were never, like... The only time was when Red ran over Fred with his bike. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was, like, so, the cruelest they ever got. Which, yeah. Things things happen. We let them go. We move on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. You definitely start to see, like, the way they talk to each other is mm-hmm. less, like you did it or even if it is it's kind of like almost like a game yep. it's almost like they're just mm-hmm. messing around and like t- 
teasing each other, but they yeah. just won't admit, oh, we're just joking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe throwing a punch here or there to just prove I don't like you. Yeah. yeah. Not, towards the end, doesn't he, like, beat him up or something or something happened? Well, we had a whole episode where Daphne told Fred, you can't blame Red on anything for 24 hours. <laughs> and Red gets ear of this and is like, oh, okay, and tries to do everything he can to make Fred uh, suspect him of anything. Yeah. And was like, hey, Fred, I did this. You can blame me because guess what? I did it and whatever. And so, yeah, it, it really did almost kind of become a game. Yeah. yeah. Like, clearly they don't mind messing with each other. So yeah. it's like... Yeah. It's like the basis of their friendship. Yeah. yeah. They don't know what to do if they're not there to, like, you know, yeah. goad each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah, I don't know. Just doing these episodes already, I mean, I think Glenda and I are on the same page. We just want Red Herring back. I do. I want him back. I love him. Back. <laughs> Let's see. Happy Halloween is coming out in October, so he has a chance there. Yes. Um, we know there's two movies coming out next year called Scooby-Doo and King Arthur's Court, and then a crossover with Courage the Cowardly Dog. Please, just we're one just, of those. We're just Put putting in. it out there. So yeah. whoever's listening that may be in charge of such things. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Red Herring? Please bring him back somehow. He's great. Just gotta so, see him. I know, I'm, I'm gonna miss Red. I really am. Okay, next she said in What's a New Scooby-Doo, Velma also sends an experiment to space. It was the anti-gravity effects on worms. She beat a boy named Elliot beat him in the competition. <laughs> kind of sounded wrong when I was reading it. Uh, this storyline seems very sim- similar to the episode you discussed in chapter 22. So, yeah, in episode... I believe it's episode 2 or 3 of What's New Scooby-Doo. Uh, they're at a space shuttle thing again, and she yeah got chosen to send her experiment up into space, but it's a different experiment than the one she did in these episodes. What was It was something about microwaving scooby snacks or something like that oh, okay i just remember thinking like not to be rude if i'm not go you but i was like that's it that's the experiment like you don't yeah. need space to do that but okay <laughs> but yeah so that's what i thought too when we watched that episode but that episode the one that we watched in pop names scooby it was uh like a, a half episode it was the second story within the episode so we're going to get kind of a longer type episode with that. But yeah, there's a very similar storyline. We're going to be coming up here shortly. Uh, but that one is about this. They found an alien egg, so to speak, from space oh. during one of their voyages. And so they bring it back to see if it's going to hatch. Well, it grew like overnight, basically, and popped open. And this little alien came out. And then every day it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's just growing at a rapid pace. And so obviously they're trying to capture capture the alien and like figure out why the heck is this thing growing yeah. every day and whatever you know, like what kind of organisms are in it to make <laughs> it do that. So anyway, yeah, we're gonna have a similar storyline, and uh, that's kind of one of my favorite episodes of that series. So I'm excited for you guys to see it. It sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> kind of freaky, but cool. <laughs> it's fun. I feel like Scooby and Shaggy get a lot of like background high 
background hijinks in that episode. Yeah. Um, there's like, well, when they're unmasking the monster, the unmasking isn't normal. They put him in, like, they capture the alien into this, uh, it's, it's, like a thing that spins super fast so that you can get the feel of going up in a rocket type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you would call it. But anyway, Scooby gets stuck in it with the alien and so you <laughs> oh, like gosh. the mask is ripping off of the the criminal and whatever and then Scooby's face is like ripping off his skull. <laughs> um and then like Scooby and Shaggy are just kinda off doing, you know, their own thing and anyway, I don't know. I just remember Shaggy and Scooby Oh, they found the the astronaut food where it, like um, it's shrunk so you can just gulp it. Oh yeah. Uh, but then if you like put some water on it, it'll grow back basically. Uh oh. <laughs> anyway, so they like at one point stuff their pants full of it because it's it's bite sized. We can have a ton of food in our pockets, and they accidentally fall into water eventually, and so Shaggy's pockets just like bulge up. Oh and my gosh. I just remember Shaggy and Scooby getting into antics and in that. That's funny. So, yo, excited for that one. That one's coming up shortly, actually. So, okay, next, she said, in all honesty, in all honesty, I'm not a huge fan of Daphne in this series. I guess I'm just used to the teenager version of Daphne, but she just seems a bit out of character. In series like Be Cool Scooby-Doo and some of the movies, she is very unmaterialistic and not as self-obsessed. Thoughts? Um, yeah, I think they do kind of really go off of the, like, not, like, girly girl, but kind of, where she's like, oh, my hair, my dress, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, in other series I've seen, like, she still obviously is, like, a normal amount concerned, but but not overly, mm-hmm. but... I... Yeah, this is definitely probably my least favorite iteration of her. I like her older. Uh, eventually, we see she learns, like, karate and kung fu. And because she becomes this damsel in distress, she eventually, like, learns to get herself out of trouble. Mm-hmm. She's, just, she's basically like, I ain't waiting for a man to save me. I'm going to yeah. save myself. And eventually, we learn why she's so damsel in distress, why she's always the one getting into like trouble falling through the trap doors and whatever it's kind of a funny explanation we're getting to that kind of soon but uh we'll learn why yeah she gets into all these troubles but then yeah we see her grow and learn to get herself out of the trouble which i think is cool uh she brought up alexis brought up be cool scooby-doo which i really love daphne's version character in that series because in that series, she's trying to prove that she's more than a damsel in distress mm-hmm. and uh, that she's not danger-prone Daphne. And so each episode, she has something new she's trying to pursue. And so, like, the first episode, uh, she's talking through puppets. And she's like, I can do puppets. And she has puppets of every member of the gang mm-hmm. and whatever. So the whole episode, they're, like, going through and, like, a character will kind of say something and then she'll pull her puppet out and be like, well, here's what Fred thinks. Blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> so funny. One episode, she has a beard, and she's like, this beard will give me insight on whatever, you know, like, it'll help us and all this. And one episode, she has an eagle on her arm the whole time, and she's like, 
whatever she names the eagle, is going to help us out of trouble. And I think episode two, she's narrating the whole thing. And so you're like, they're like creeping through a cave. And she's like, the intrepid explorers creep through the cave. And then the gang stops and like turns around to her. And she's like, the the explorers uh, give dirty glances to the narrator. <laughs> I love her in that series. It's, She's hilarious. Yeah, it's a funny series from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. We need to keep watching it. Yeah, we but need to finish it. We're actually pretty close to it. Yeah, we are pretty close. But I Daphne is so funny in that series. The, she sounds like a good time. One, yeah, she's uh, funny. I gotta show you one of the clips from the first episode. We were dying. So she has uh, puppets, you know, and... Uh, like, the last puppet she has is the one of herself. And so she's, like, hanging on the edge of a building or whatever. And she's, like, you know, like, I have to drop this puppet to save my life. And it's all dramatic. And the animation is super dramatic and whatever. And so she, like, drops her puppet. And like, no. And there's the like, slowest fall Yes, yeah, slow <laughs> fall. There's, like, rain coming down. Super dramatic music. And then it, the camera, like, pulls back. And... <laughs> The puppet literally just goes like a few feet. Yeah, like <laughs> a few poof. foot drop. Like she could drop herself down and be fine. It was it's it's so, so funny. funny. I'll have to show you once we're done here. It's so funny. So yeah, I I love Daphne's kind of story arcs throughout her life because again, like right now, she's not believing in supernatural and we like I've said before, she goes through a period where She's with Shaggy and Scooby alone without Fred Velma, and they experience supernatural things. And mm-hmm. so she kind of has a turnaround, a new point of view, and then kind of has to tell Fred and Velma, like, no, supernatural things exist. Like, you've got to believe me. And Yeah. Like, anyway, so, I don't know. I feel like every character kind of has their own big life moments. Like, Fred has to deal with this traumatic home life you know has to get past that and then Daphne you know I mean she's the rich one and so you think nothing bad happens to her she can just pay off anything that happens you know daddy will take care of anything yeah but she becomes determined to figure it out on her own and eventually uh, we're gonna see here in a bit she starts her own fashion line and she goes to Hawaii in a movie because this like uh model magazine was like oh we want your designs in our magazine and anything everything so i don't know she i to me i feel like daphne has one of the most interesting story arcs i mean fred definitely has a very interesting one too but i feel like fred and daphne have the most interesting story arcs velma kind of does she kind of has more self-discovery story arcs of like uh, you know, she's like, oh, you know, supernatural things don't exist. Everything has to have a uh, scientific fact behind each logic and all this. And she has to come to believe that not everything can be explained and whatever. And then, obviously, Shaggy and Scooby have <clears throat> their story arcs of, like, are we even a part of the gang? Do we even matter as members mm-hmm. of the gang? Do Are we just screw-ups and all this? And... So, anyway, I'm I'm excited because, again, now that we're getting to the point where they're going to be older, we're going to be kind of going through these different story arcs. Yeah. So we'll get to explore kind of these. And a lot of it, obviously, kind of happens with everybody, but a lot of, like, self-discovery type thing happens during their teenage years. And so 
that's what we're about to get into. So. Yeah. Anyway, there's my little rambling on Daphne. <laughs> okay, next. She said, Velma getting super excited about wrestling in WrestleManiac's episode is very similar to the end of WrestleMania Mystery, which is a movie. Uh, and Daphne was like, Velma, are you okay? <laughs> so, oh my goodness. I, I honestly forgot that she actually still is very into wrestling later on. And I... I want to say she's into hockey eventually. I'm not sure. But I know there's like another sport or something that she gets really into. Maybe I am thinking of the other wrestling movie or whatever. But I kind of like that because, you know, she right now she's so quiet and just very shy. But then get her in a wrestling like tournament or whatever and she's just going at it. Yeah. Like, she turns yeah. into a different person. Yeah. She's like, okay, here we are. Let's yeah. go. It's like her little outlet. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. She's that's kind a of good like point. she kind of needs to like maybe decompress. Like I don't want to <laughs> overthink things. Let's just go watch wrestling where I can just yeah get yeah. Into it. So I think that makes sense. Yeah, never underestimate the quiet ones. Exactly, they will probably shock you the most. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, next she said this one is completely random. But Dada Doo's voice in The 13 Ghosts sounds a lot like a background character in the Scooby-Doo show in the episode Ozark Witch episode. Um, she's like, I don't know why I'm telling you this, which now I'm like, okay, we got to write that down and see if we notice. Oh, or you yeah. put it on a sticky note Sorry. before we forget. Figure it out. <laughs> to remember. Okay, so let's see. Sorry, I'm gonna just hurry and write this down so I don't forget. Um, we'll now have a 30 second intermission. intermission. <laughs> you have exactly 30 seconds option. <laughs> well, 29. Well, 28. <laughs> if you need to extend it, then that's coming out of your paycheck. <laughs> and our last note is where do the 80s movies? Uh, fit into the timeline, meaning Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers, Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School, and uh, uh, Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. So these are more or less like the first three movies technically of Scooby-Doo. Mm -hmm. um, you could kind of debate that, but uh, so these movies were still when Shaggy had his red shirt, uh, but it was just Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy. None of the other gang members were in it, and they were just kind of off stories. But these are actually some of the longest Scooby movies. Like, they're at least, like, 90 minutes long, which an average Scooby movie is maybe between 80 and 85. Mm -hmm. Like, Scooby-Doo Meets the Boo Brothers was about uh, Shaggy inheriting his uncle's mansion out in the, like countryside and so he had hillbilly neighbors but they go and there's like all these hauntings happening in this house but like and there's this supposed treasure buried somewhere within the property of this house and mm -hmm. they have to f sit and find the clues to uh find where the treasure is and whatever so the whole movie is them going through the clues like finding each clue and whatever to find the treasure uh but then, like, there's these ghosts and creatures that keep trying to stop him. And then the hillbilly neighbors, one doesn't like him. And so the, 
the like brother is always trying to shoot Shaggy, mm-hmm. and then the sister loves Shaggy, and so there's like moments where they are behind a bush doing stuff, and then the brother runs up and is like, "Oh, get out of there!" It's <laughs> kind of an interesting movie. But anyway, so the whole point, like the big thing of this movie though, is they got to call ghost exterminators. So obviously going off of Ghostbusters. But uh, they're these real-life ghosts called the Boo Brothers. And they are basically ghost versions of the Three Stooges. And so there's like this side story of these three ghosts trying to capture these non-existent ghosts, really, Mm -hmm. um, within this house. But they're always messing up and whatever, you know, they can't... They're they're not serious and whatever. Um, So that's what that one is. Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School is about the gang, well, Scooby and Shaggy and Scrappy, taking up a job as being uh, a coach, like a PE coach type thing, to this, like, all-girls all school. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they didn't read the memo. It's an all-ghoul school. Oh, no. So it's all <laughs> these uh, daughters of famous monsters. So Dracula's daughters, Frankenstein's daughter. Uh, like the phantom daughter, there's a werewolf's daughter, there's a mummy's daughter, and me. Um, so, you know, it's about them being their coach and this teacher and kind of overcoming their fear of monsters to mm-hmm. teach these girls and then co- becoming very fond of these girls, whatever. And then there's a whole other, like, side story about this uh, villain is trying, like, she's a real villain, not like a person in a costume, but. She's trying to uh, steal all these girls to be her minions. Um, So they have to, like, save the girls and whatever. Anyway, that movie ends. um, They're, like, the the headmaster of the school, whatever, is like, oh, you know, okay, the girls finished their year and they're graduating to the next whatever. Like, and here are your next students or whatever, you know. So then there's, like, the swamp monster's daughter and you know just all these other new daughters and they're like nope we did it once we're out of here (laughs) so and then scooby-doo and the reluctant werewolf is about uh shaggy is a race car driver so he participates in these like grand pricks races a lot and whatever well dracula um every year gets all the monsters together to do this monster grand prex well the werewolf has decided he doesn't want to participate anymore and he like moved to miami or california or something and is living his best life <laughs> and so dracula's like no i need a werewolf and whatever and so there's like this prophecy book and the book says that the only other werewolf can be shaggy <laughs> and whatever and so uh, the i this is one of my least favorite scooby movies because like half of the movie is about the Dracula's henchmen trying to like get Shaggy and like turn him into a werewolf and then bring him to Dracula and whatever. And then the re- like the other half is just like driving around and around. It's it's the race, but I mean it's supposed to be like wacky races type thing. But I don't know. It just wasn't entertaining. It's just like it's, they they're driving for a bit. Something happens. Oh no, Shaggy might not win. They fix it. Oh, he's back in first place. Oh, no, something goes wrong. It's just like this constant cycle. And I'm like, we don't need 90 minutes of this. Right. Um, so the whole thing is 
they made a deal if Shaggy wins first place, then Dracula will turn him back to normal and he doesn't have to stay there. Uh, so obviously Dracula is trying to do everything in his power to make Shaggy not win, but he can't go against the rules. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, he can't know that Dracula's messing with the race and all this. So anyway, that's what those three movies are. They're just like Shaggy and Scooby and Scrappy shenanigan movies. <laughs> I really like Ghoul School. Boo Brothers, I liked more than I remembered. I recently watched it, and I liked it more than I remembered, but Reluctant Werewolf still, I doze out. Like, I stop paying attention halfway through. I'm like, yeah. it's just too long. I'm like, this could be an episode, and I'd be okay. <laughs> it's just too long. But anyway, so uh, for the question, though, where do these fit into the timeline? So, again, we're going to go... We just finished Pup Names Scooby-Doo. We're going to have... Uh, Legend of the Vampire movie, the Mystery Map movie, the Monster of Mexico movie. Then we have uh, What's New Scooby-Doo series. Then we have the rest of the What's New movies. Then we have Shaggy and Scooby-Doo Get a Clue series. Uh, then we have three live-action movies. Then we go into Mystery Incorporated. And then we have Scooby-Doo Where Are You, the new Scooby-Doo movies. So, anyways, these basically, these three movies are going to take place between the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo series and Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island because the reason I'm putting them here uh, we start to see after the Scooby-Doo show and after uh, the first season of Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo that uh, the gang kind of starts to disperse first Fred and Velma kind of go off on their own and it's Daphne, Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy then eventually uh, we go into these this era of just Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy. So obviously, the gang has kind of dispersed, broken up for a bit. We don't know why. We don't know what happened, whatever. So then in Zombie Island, actually, um, we kind of learn history, what the gang been up to, what's been going on, and we see they're reuniting. They reunite, have this mystery, and that's kind of when they decide, we. this is always what we've been needing to do. Like, why did we ever disperse? We need to still solve mysteries. So... That is kind of where I have the uh, those three movies currently in the timeline. Um, now, the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo series does not include the finale movie right then and there. The finale movie isn't going to happen until later. So it's the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo series, then those three movies, then Zombie Island, and then a bunch more stuff, and then eventually we get to Curse of the 13th Ghost. But... So yeah, that's that's where it's going to be. So that is her email. I really appreciate her sending those in. Um, very good questions. It made us think. Yeah, yeah it did. Thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um, if any of you guys would like to do this, send in your thoughts or questions about the timeline or anything else Scooby-Doo, uh, you can email us at sdlegendpodcast or you can DM us also on Instagram or Twitter. We are at SD Legend Podcast. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode. If yeah. everyone feels content with wrapping up Pup Named Scooby-Doo. Yeah, it was a fun series, but I'm ready for what's next. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. I am ready to move on. Yeah. I, I feel bad because you didn't see quite as many. I know. But like, I need to go back and finish them. We have seen quite a bit. I mean, I've seen all of them, but she's seen quite a bit. And we're both kind of like... We're over this. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's very much a kid's series. For real, yeah. It's um, So, yeah, I'm ready to get into 
something new. Uh, so, yeah, we can close the book on Pup Named Scooby Doo. So next we're going to be going into our first movie, which is The Scooby-Doo Adventures, The Mystery Map. It is a puppet movie, (laughs) so it's going to be a funny movie to jump into. Um, Our first movie, too, is only going to be like a 40-minute movie, so it's like not even a movie. It's like an extended episode. Extended episode. So, again, this is when they're going to be more so, like, tweens. It's their transition from kids to teenagers, mm-hmm. so... All right. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what that one has to offer, and, yeah, move on with this timeline. We're finally going to get into some more ex- extensive mysteries, more storylines. Yeah. So, I'm excited. Oh, something I didn't ask. What is something people are you, people you guys are looking forward to? Like, what is something you want to see or know or learn within the next timeline iterations? Now that they're going to have to start growing up. They're going to start growing up. Maybe just, like, their personalities start to change and just kind of see their hobbies, if they stay the same, if they start to change, just basic stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm curious about. Especially, like, that age, if it's, like early teens that's when you kind of start solidifying who you are as an adult and the things that influence you most and what you like so i think i would agree with that i'd like to see how they kind of start to grow up yes and what they like like seeing that little insight with velma or whatever with the wrestling is interesting yeah (laughs) it's like they are obviously people that have interests and like different things and you kind of get to see them as people yeah. Not just as a gang of people, like, individuals. So, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, see them grow. hmm It's hard. I can't really answer this because I know what's going to happen. Right. Next, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, again, I, I've kind of briefly talked about it, but I'm, I'm excited to see... E- I mean, it kind of goes along with what you guys said, but each of the gang members stuff that they deal with in life to kind of shape who they are and whatever because again each member has you know their own struggles within their own lives with fred's parents that are psychopaths and uh you know daphne trying to get herself out of trouble velma discovering that you know not everything can be explained with logic she'll have kind of sexual sexuality um Discovery, mm-hmm. uh, and then Shaggy and Scooby kind of having moments of do do we even matter? Do we even take part in anything? Are we just are we a part of the game? Does the game feel bad for us? Type of thing. Yeah. So yeah, because if you think about it, it's like they you know Fred and Daphne and Velma all kind of have like jobs mm-hmm. in the gang, and yeah, Shaggy's gonna be kind of do they just tag along? Like yeah, they, like they, I could see why they would feel like they like that, but it's yeah, in Scooby Doo Two, Monsters Unleashed, um, there's a whole kind of part about like well every member kind of has their own thing, except so it's this news reporter and she's talking to Daphne and. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you know, what do you do for the gang? You know, Fred's the leader. Um, you know, Velma figures everything out. All you are is a pretty little face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she never says anything about Scooby and Shaggy. So right? Yeah. They're still just tagging <laughs> along. 
So I don't know. I think Daphne's kind of like the sassy, like you know, le- almost like a leader because she she kind of takes care of things. I think a lot of the time and takes charge and she, she doesn't back down easy. At least uh, yeah, I like mm-hmm. see. So it's like definitely Velma. We're gonna start seeing here now. She's about to let her sassy side come out. Yeah, that's her kind I'm of excited teenager-esque thing is like she becomes very sassy Mm -hmm. uh Daphne um does kind of have moments of like I mean there's again the curse of the 13th ghost there's a whole uh like subplot about oh is Daphne really the leader rather than Fred and stuff and so yeah she will kind of have these moments of like oh I'll take leadership and you know I know what to do rather than Fred and stuff so yeah yeah Kind of get that vibe from her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we we did it. I think we can Yay. finally say we've done it. <laughs> really appreciate you all listening. Really appreciate you bearing with us. Uh, again, this is not how we wanted to start our first year with the podcast, but you know, right. the virus has given everybody a run for its money. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, we would love it if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, if you would leave us a five-star review, that would be greatly appreciated. If you'd like to send us a voice message, actually, you can do so by uh, going to anchor.fm slash sdlegendpodcast. We would love to hear it. We would love to, you know, include it in the episode if you would like us to. Um, and if you also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we will uh, read the review here on the podcast as well. So really appreciate if you do either of those. Again, you can get in contact with us at SD Legend Podcast on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Or you can email us at sdlegendpodcast at gmail.com. So that's going to do it for this episode. We will catch you in the next one. <laughs> Woo! So excited to be back. Yes, I'm so excited for London to be back. <laughs> Thanks for letting me come back. Party yeah. now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.